I actually don't have wax in my ears. I've always amazed the doctors when I was a kid. Nothing. New fact about Josh. He never has head wax in his ears. Head wax? <laughs> I mean, everybody's got some <laughs> wax, but... You just said you don't. I actually don't have wax in my ears. How about now? Is that still true? Welcome to another episode of Use Your Words Podcast. I got no wax brewer here, along with Mr. Aaron Johnson. We're recording in a different location. Uh, we're recording in Aaron's basement, actually. Again. Well... Well, no, this is the first time we recorded podcast, podcast. audio only. Podcast. We've recorded the video stuff, and we're going to record in our video session today Woo-hoo. as well, which Aaron is going to learn how to edit. Oh, no. Uh, you're, you're, you're on the block fully for editing this one. I am not going to touch this one edit-wise. You, you're not going to help me? I'll help you. Okay. But I'm not going to do it. Okay. Oh, did you bring like... Wow. Already hitting my new computer. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. Wow. Are you like planning to stay the night or something? No, probably. How do you expect him to edit an episode in one night? I'm editing it tonight. No, 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 no. The video, e- the video episode will be uh, put out at some point in the future. Yeah. Um. Oh. So you're gonna give him how long to edit it before it can get put out there? As long as he needs. I'm going to motivate him and encourage him in multiple ways to do this. So, and I'm going to provide the tooling to do this as well. This isn't a, he lives alone in an island castle and please come rescue me. I'm a princess that is ugly with a beard. Hey, Um, you're going to really need to do a lot of motivation because he's going to get halfway through and he's going to quit on himself. And then it's going to get, this is how I know he will be motivated. He gets to buy some software. Oh, you right though. (laughs) (laughs) I know how to motivate Aaron. Is to buy, but to keep him. Let's put it like this: Aaron is like a puppy. Okay, you can buy him a new toy. He's enticed by the toy for a few days, and then he gets bored because he gives all of his attention to that toy. So to keep him enticed, you have to take it and you have to shake it in front of his face to make him go, "Oh, hey, it's alive! Let me kill it." And like your puppy, he'll listen to me more than you. Which explains why you'd be <laughs> such. It would it explain why you'd be such a better parent. <laughs> he can just see the death in your eyes. <laughs> so eyes what? What that is in reference to is Josh and his uh, wife Amy brought their dog to youth group one night, and Amy started calling for the dog, and then I called afterwards, and the dog came to me instead. <laughs> <laughs> On the second time meeting their dog. Yep. And they've had their, you've had your dog for how long now? And I just go, Scout, come here. And all of a sudden, like, look who comes over to me. Instead of to you two who Scout. feed it, bathe it, water it, give it toys and love and affection. Yeah, he probably just fears you. Good. Which is good. He should. Yes. I know how to handle dogs. Hence how I can motivate Aaron. Exactly what I was saying. He's like a puppy. Well. And uh, more like a five-year-old with ADHD. I don't know which one I like better at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and all this is relevant and on topic because today we're talking about motivation, which yeah. is a little. Uh, I, I'm I'm I was surprised 
am pleased both at the same time that Aaron brought this topic up hmm. because to be frank and honest and to see how Aaron's reaction is, sometimes I feel Aaron as though oh, like no. motivation has to be like thrust upon you with like a two ton hammer it to get does. you to do something. Because like, you, it, and don't take this the wrong way. Okay. Don't take this the wrong way. He already has. Yeah, I know. He's already crossing his arms. <laughs> if I had the video component going right now, you would see this. So sometimes you get started on a project and you're all gung-ho about it at the start. <clears throat> I'm thinking of one particular project. Ooh, now I'm curious. Oh. It's like any project. Worship night? Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> hey, we did get one. Well, okay, granted it was different people, but one did end up happening years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but you, you're, you're all gun ho. You're like, I want to drive this. I want to push it. I want to do this. And then nothing. Then it's then like, it's like, a, a, it's, like a, it's like a, it's like a train going along like a hundred miles per hour. And then a, something happens and it's completely derails. Like, yeah, it's gone. It, it's off the rails a hundred percent. And I don't know why sometimes. And, and, and I'm not. Like going, Johnson, you should feel bad because some of it I do. To be fair, you take at least a little bit longer to derail than someone I'm pointing at that's in this room as well, besides us. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> remember, ADHD does not exist. Not, no. Um, <laughs> what are you buying right now, though? Yeah, what are you buying right now? <laughs> that should be the new segment. What is Josh <laughs> buying this week? <laughs> I'm looking at LED bulbs. <laughs> See? <laughs> It's always something. It is always something. We need to get like these vendors to sponsor because, <laughs> oh my goodness, Josh is always buying something every single episode. And the thing, and the secret is, we'll record like four episodes a week, you know, at a time. Yeah. And Josh is buying something every episode. And not buying, <laughs> doing True. research. True. No. Um, to, to buy shopping. something. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shop- I mean, you're still shopping. He's shopping. Window shopping. Let's call it that. Window shopping. Virtual window shopping. There you go. Hi. So this week's episode is sponsored by C-Lite H11 LED headlight bulbs. I'm just kidding. Scratch that. <laughs> Amy, to- Amy needs to let you wear the pants more often. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, worship night. Well, no, we're done with derailed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but yes, Josh does tend to need some motivation to. Don't we all stop window shopping as much and stay in reality here with us? But yeah, regardless of the fact. So motivation. Um, and Josh was like, "Well, what type of motivation do we want to talk about? Because there's this motivation, this motivation, this motivation, this motivation, this motivation in generalish." So, uh, what are things? Uh, let me ask this first off to both of you. What are things that you have found help keep you motivated? <laughs> Go on. Oh, well, you already said one. What that helps Software. keep you? So buying things. Two point. Um. Uh, yeah. That. Hmm. Mm. I guess it depends on what it is, I guess. I don't know. Ugh. Hate looking around the room <laughs> and seeing, well, as Josh talks, I'll, I'll get something, get bored of it, and then I'll get something else and then get bored of it. But all my guitars, I like all my guitars. Yeah, I, I mean, your those. guitars are. And then, I mean, as far as drums go, see, those are two things I haven't given up on yet, but that's like two things. Two things. What else around here have you given up on? Oh, I don't know. Well, let's see here. Uh, ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. You have the Millennium Falcon upstairs. It's in the half completed state. So I see. Uh, 
That's that's my nephew. From what? One or two years ago. One. Are you sure? No, two. It's that's gonna be going two. Down two. It's yeah. going to be two years in December. Uh huh. Um, I see the steering wheel. I see the books. I see the A plus certification. Oh, hey, <laughs> I see. I'm like, how oh, you picked out that one? Gosh, this is this is getting too personal. Now. <laughs> no, yeah. Um. Well, okay. So getting into that, yeah. Books. Uh, steering wheel. I just gotta find a good way to set that up. I don't have anything good to set that up. You need some wood. I, I do creaky floors. Hey, you know what? Floors are floors. Things happen. <sighs> um, Everywhere wait. is gonna have its own type of noise. Let me say, what you need to do with that steering wheel is you need to build like a uh, uh, one of those like couch trays, but it's built around that. Oh, so well. then you can just pull it up to your couch, and then when you're not using it, you just right up against the wall. Um. So I guess I. Uh, so then here's a question. Yeah. So getting to granted, okay, the steering wheel is not important to you. Some of the books more so would have been important to get into more, but obviously, <laughs> aka a plus. Yeah. I didn't do too much of that. Nope. <laughs> um. So yeah, that that one for sure motivation. Steering wheel was more just a matter of convenience, and I, I played. I used it a few times. Probably don't enjoy it as much as I thought I would, but it's fun. I don't know. It'd be. Fun. It's a better thing to do with friends, not just sitting on my own, because then I get I suck at it and <laughs> I cannot control my car while driving with it. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, what what was your question though? Oh, I mean it's gonna be like what's where do you put the line on? Either are you is it motivation that's the problem, or is it one just getting too busy with other stuff where you lose time for that one thing? Cause I mean, I guess like for another thing is I wanna well <laughs> Granted, that's a huge project, but like redo the basement. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much I want to remove all of my music gear, get on that side of the basement, the other side. And I want to turn this into more of like a lounging, relaxing area. And then <laughs> maybe someday kind of like build like a bar type thing in the back over there. That would be sick. But, okay, so let me ask this question then. What yeah. do you define as motivation? What is motivation to you? I guess a drive to get something done. Okay. Josh? Well, that'd be determin- determination. Well, I was going to say, so I motivation to me would be um, the excitement, the idea, the concept. You're motivated by this thought that you had, this image that you have placed in your mind. So it's like you're, to me, and to me being motivated, without looking up the definition, you're getting excited about something that's in your mind that you haven't started to do. So, okay. So that's interesting. That you bring that up because during my reading on motivation, one of the things, as they said, is motivation that is a precursor to action is less effective than motivation as a reaction to action. Isn't it determination, Whoa. action, motivation? Isn't it like a circle? I have no idea if it's a circle or not. I, I just know this from, from all the reading and, and I get it, you know, where if you start cleaning up the basement, let's say, Aaron, right? Mm-hmm. And you start seeing that progress. That is that motivation, that willingness, that reprioritization of things that you say, you know what, I'm going to dedicate 20 minutes a day, you know, just mm-hmm. whatever. Instead of playing Minecraft for 50 minutes, I'm only going to play for 30 minutes. Oh, I'm glad you gave me that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, instead of you doing that, you do this because you're reprioritizing because you're seeing change be effective. Yep. And motivation is really essentially your willingness to engage in an activity. Mm-hmm. Whether that is going to the gym, or that is eating less, uh, working out more, uh, 
cleaning, you know, mm -hmm. studying, you know, for education purposes, for self edification, for whatever. But the, the really the thing is, is you know, because you always see those motivational speeches and those mm -hmm. motivational posters, posters like "Hang in there, you got it, yay!" <laughs> or you know, those motivational speeches of like you know, do this and da 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 da, and the world is yours, blah 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 blah. And those are great. Uh, to kind of get you fired up, but that fire only lasts for so long. Think about it when you were in youth group, both of you. You would go to camp, right? Yep. And you oh, would, I know you, where you're going. And you would have that fire. You would have that drive. Mm -hmm. That like that camp reignited, gave you that mountaintop experience. Thinking, I can do this. I can do anything. And then a week later, you're back looking at the porn you were looking at <laughs> a week before you went to camp. So specific. No, yeah. It's just something I'm throwing out because yeah, we're all guys here, and we know that struggle. And Ed, we, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't hurt. <laughs> and we know that you know, uh, you know, you could replace any destructive behavior from that in that oh, place, yeah. whether it's doing drugs, premarital sex, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not just limiting it to one, but it's that same sort of thing. You know, you get fired up by these motivational speeches, and you're like, I can take on the world. I am going to clean my basement when I get home. <laughs> right. And then you get home. Then you see it. It's like, oh. You see it. You get overwhelmed. Instead of breaking it down into a manageable project, you're like, I need to clean. And then all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, you're like, I'm tired, and it's not clean. Right. There's change that has happened, but you're not clean. Mm -hmm. Because you, you're setting your, your thing way too high. So, well, yeah, I was going to say, because it's it kind of funny. I was at a, a hangout last night with some friends. And, um, and so this couple that we were hanging out with, they're like just got into their 70s or something like that, whatever. And I mean, they're talking about just stuff through life and whatnot and going through it. And the one thing is for me, well, not just me, I'm sure a ton of younger people or just honestly anybody at any age, um, they want to get results now mm -hmm. for what they for the efforts that they put in and it's like hard doing that whole waiting game type thing but it's like if you don't start somewhere you're never going to see that happen anyway so i mean so yeah as you're saying like you know when you when i come home from a trip i'm like i'm going to clean this basement and i see how much of a mess it is well for me i'm like oh shoot well where do i start i don't know i'll worry about it later instead of just starting somewhere simple getting something done and seeing that get done will most likely be like oh this is sweet this is nice and then that's what right. it pushes you on to keep doing the rest of it. So it's like taking it in small, small portions. And well, it's small, at it. manageable, manageable portions at your level. Mm -hmm. Like if you're like, if let's say you, Aaron Johnson, were a clean freak, <gasps> you know, and cleaning a basement was nothing to you, then yeah, that's your level. That's what you right. expected. Uh, but if like me, you're like me, like if, if I had a task like that, my task is my my uh, life is more towards the disorganized than the organized, um, just like apartment wise. Mm -hmm. If I set the task of I'm going to clean the entire apartment today, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Right. I have to make it more manageable to my goals. Uh -huh. Think about this way. Uh, do you remember that lovely little story when you were a kid uh, involved three bears, some porridge and a little girl oh, named Goldilocks? Goldilocks? This one was just right. Right. Yeah. You know, so if it's kind of the same idea here, if you're going at a task, a, a target that's too hard, or if you're going at a task or a target that's too hard or too easy, well, if it's too hard, you're going to get discouraged. Mm -hmm. Again, like I'm going to clean the entire basement. 
but you only get like a small corner done. You're going to get discouraged by that at the end of the day. Oh, right. But if you go too easy, like today, I'm going to pick up one piece of paper. Right. I'm going to get that one thing put away in the spot. Yeah. But, Sick. You know, and I'm not even talking like put away in the spot. I'm talking like oh. you're going to pick up that one piece of paper and throw it away. You know, something mm. really simple that requires no effort. You're going to get bored of that because it's like, well, this is a waste. It's so simple. What am I doing? Right. So you need to you need to schedule uh, not schedule um set the expectation and the goal of the activity you're doing according to what your ability is, and that may change over time. Mm-hmm. So let's say you know near you were to get motivated to go to the gym. Woo! At first, it may be a small a target, right? But over time, it may expand and grow as capabilities and abilities change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this makes me think back to, um, uh, well, even with like, yeah, drumming or playing an instrument. Um, it's, I mean, I want to be able to play some sick August Burns Red songs that I like. But it's like, if I try and jump into that right away, I'm not going to be able to do it. It's going to be over my head for some of it. Well, unless, right. um, and that's, well, okay, granted. So Matt has done this cool thing with like drum lessons where he's taken some of his songs played through it but at a slower speed so it's like easier to learn it that way but generally it's like okay you have the track and you have to learn it by only listening to the track kind of thing so that's a lot of work um at least for some of them well but it's like that's the thing is where you set like a realistic goal for yourself like for me to jump into it i'm not gonna be able to do it but if i start somewhere more simple on one just practicing certain like patterns or whatever it's doing that slowly and seeing that progress happen over time of practicing then you can apply that into learning the other stuff now, now imagine josh's triplets when we get them into drums all oh, three into drums okay yeah you don't give the five-year-olds august burns red to learn no you give them what is appropriate to their abilities yes correct because what happens if you give them something too hard like, again, they get discouraged, discouraged and they and just up. want to stop and they don't want to continue on. But mm-hmm. if you give them something that's at their level, maybe a little challenging. So, yeah, that's that because you thing. feel a sense of accomplishment if you Once do something you that is hard. Yeah. Oh, and just for me, like this book that I've been going through, um, well, started going through. Hmm. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, it was, I mean, yeah, this one section of this book. So, I will. You know, time signatures and stuff like this. Yes. So this book for this one exercise, it has it in a five, four time signature and it has you doing 16th notes, but it has accents spread out. So you only have four accents within the whole measure. So it sounds like if you just listen to the accents, it's like counted in four, four, but it's so it's like, so if you just listen to the accents, you hear four accents in the five, four measure. So it's like, interesting but then you have your feet doing an opposite rhythm that's off of the accents and like for what for me it was it drove me crazy for a while but then as soon as i started to see it happen i was like oh wait i got that 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 time i'm like i mean how was that again (laughs) (laughs) um i mean that get yeah again give yourself a challenge of some sort obviously not don't shoot for the stars kind of thing but i mean that was for me i thought it was a a realistic goal for me to get to and sure enough now i can do it no problem without even looking at it it's just like oh it's just like a natural thing i can do now with the accents on the feet and the hands it's like oh so i think you brought up one important point up there unintentionally i don't think you i don't know if you intentionally meant to bring up this point or not uh you noticed what you what you brought up is that you immediately 
measured the results. Because you notice as soon as you got it, you're like, hey, I see I can do it. I can do it. And you you immediately said, hey, this is something I can do now. Cool. Now I have another thing in my toolbox to use. Right. You know, whether it's that or, um, you know, Josh noticing that, you know, his triplets all of a sudden Mm -hmm. have the ability to do uh, drum solos all over his house. You get to see the immediate new uh, progress. You'll see, you know, furniture getting dents in it and uh, it just things getting damaged a little bit over time. It it happens. Things get worn out, you know. It's a good thing other teacher has uh, an abundance of... uh, Money, not an abundance, <laughs> a limited, a limited source. Yeah, but it's not the teacher's responsibility to fix your furniture. Mm, that's the that's discipline on your part, boy. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I could probably teach Scout how to chew furniture on command when I bring him over here. Nah, dude, he ain't allowed at this house. No dogs welcome here. <laughs> I still be welcome. I'll just have a certain part of the house closed off. That matters to me. <laughs> He's stuck right in that front portion. Yep. The whole house matters except for that little front little hallway. Mm, yes. Yep. <laughs> Scott will be very motivated to get through that and onto the yeah. next area. Okay. So, so we, we talked kind of a bit about that motivation port part mm-hmm. port part. I know. Yes. I haven't even had a drink yet. She's <laughs> Louise. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, that's going to be entertaining. Yeah. Well, so let me ask this. What? <laughs> That's fine. What do you do personally? And maybe you haven't thought of this, or maybe you haven't put in this, and I can answer this as well. What do you do personally when motivation starts to fade on a project or a thing that you're doing or a goal that you have set? Or something like that. Let's start with Josh. Oof, it's all on you, buddy. <laughs> and you can't say that that's never happened because that has happened to all of us. We've all been motivated to do something and then that motivation subsides and we fail so and we. Put it to the side for whatever reason. It's pretty much, yeah, you're asking what do we do to get it back? Yeah, what have you done to maybe continue and push through and re-motivate yourself? Or maybe what's some of the stuff that you have looked at, like maybe I should have done this instead. Oh, there I used the word should. I should never use the word should. Should is a bad word. What are things that you're like, maybe if I did this, it would have helped out? So that's the question you want me to answer is, yeah. if looking back as to how I've gotten motivation back to doing something what should i have done differently to get it back well no so the question is what have you done like you're you're motivated to do you're motivated to learn to grill okay Mm -hmm. because i know that was one of your things and Mm -hmm. you're you're on that track for that right now okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) that was not convincing i haven't grilled in a few weeks but i mean okay realistically Charcoal grilling on a weekday is a little bit of a different story. Right, than the right. Weekend, but I'm so. just using that as an example. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying like anything bad. Okay. Th- th- that's your goal. That, th- that, and you have motivation to do it. You know, you got the grill, you got the apron that says kiss the chef, you got the, <laughs> all the stuff, you know, you got the dad body, you Wait, got you- the dad everything going on so you can <laughs> grill properly. And, you know, you're doing it and you, kind of lose motivation what are things that you could use or have you used to keep motivated to continue towards your goal of learning to grill and maybe also this is like the second part of the question things that you have done in the past that maybe you you lost motivation on what are some things looking back that you maybe could have done to help you keep motivated on those projects or goals and 
etc. Well, one of the ways just for me is to get someone else involved. I mean, I, I like I like doing things by myself, um, especially if I know what I'm doing. But at the same time, too, you know, having somebody to go through with it with me. How I learn the best is when I use my hands or I do something. And then I speak confidently about it to someone else. So I try, depending on what I do, I try to have that happen. Um, one of the things that, we, that I did is I wanted to take the shelves down. And I knew I would not take, not the shelves, the closets down. I knew I was not going to get it done in a weekend by myself. So I said, hey, Aaron, you want to do some demolition? He <laughs> said, yeah. I like destroying stuff. <laughs> and so he came over for, what was it? You were over for maybe, what, eight? Eight hours, four hours, two days. So it definitely wasn't. Well, it wasn't eight hours for two days. How long was it? It wasn't that long. He was over for a little bit one day and then he came back over the next day. Um, but he kind of helped, you know, it was enjoyable to do it. But at the same time, I knew that it's, it's, it's something else I've noticed, too, is when I have somebody doing something with me, I also have like this sense of like, hey, now I can get this done because I can multitask better on a project. Um, So I have a few different ways that I can do it between uh, kind of being the leader of a situation or um, uh, taking the lead on something versus, not not versus, but taking the lead on something as well as having somebody work with me on something. But then some of the things in the past. Look, let me ask this. When you were a wrestler. Uh Uh-huh. Did you ever kind of lose your motivation to go work out and get better at wrestling? Oh, uh, heck. Oh, yeah. Okay, so oh, what what, what did you do to power through and keep that motivation to do it? You're asking a question I can't answer. <laughs> what, I, you, I, you, you didn't I, have any motivation and you didn't work through it and you didn't continue doing I, your workouts I, I, and I, that? I, no. Well, so here's the scoop. <laughs> I kid you not. He when summer not. came, I said, ah, yeah, I'm all, yeah, it's not season. I'm off season. All right, bring on the burgers, bring on the fast food, bring on the lazy time. No working out. What about during the school year? During the season, I had realistically, I had no time during the season to to work to do anything outside of practice. So everything was inside of practice. So one of the only reasons why I kept going with the practice is because I had some friends. I had some people that I could work with it on stuff, and and I can kind of kind of try to mentor. So kind of that. So. Uh, as well as I also was my coach's uh, teaching assistant. So if I stopped going to practice, I was really going to hear it. But oh, accountability, responsibility, and fear of being yelled at. Yes. Got it. Yeah. So yeah. easy to summarize. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. No, it was, no, and that's, that's fair. It. You know, you, you see, you hear that a lot of, especially high school athletes, and that's fine where it's like summer, off season, done, don't care. Well, worry about it like a month before season then. I will say something else is, uh, and I think it's just one of those things where it's challenging because I think the biggest thing that will cause someone, especially myself, to lose motivation is by allowing so many variables to be in the way from, because we were talking that, you know, motivation is, a, is more of a reaction of the action, which in a sense would talk about it later. Turn into determination, right? Because you're, 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 you know, like I said, we're talking about that. Uh, but once you have between A and B, right? That's if you want your motivation and action to go hand in hand, twenty four seven. That's all the variables you should have. And one of my issues is I would allow more things into the situation or into my life that would allow me to get distracted and pull my attention from different tasks. So if it's me trying to do too many things at once, I would sit there and I'd find myself not keeping up with 
the action and therefore the motivation would be disappearing. Right. But if you're motivated to get something done, let's take, you know, someone who's really motivated to lose a bunch of weight, right? Yes. You would do what, if that is like a motivation, something that you are dead ho, gun ho on, you will move heaven and hell to move other things around it if you're motivated enough. But then the question becomes is when does someone have that much motivation? How long does it take before you get to that point of motivation? Because I've sat there and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym. I buy a gym membership. I go two or three times and then I'm like, oh, frick, I haven't been there in three months. Oh, gym members, gym companies love you, people like you. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and that's where I was saying the variable portion. You know, so some people, they can get sidetracked by all the variables in place. So what do you got to do with the gym? Well, you have to make time in the day to get to the gym. Yep. And to come home from the gym. Yep. All right. So you got that. So let's say, let's say the average person has to drive anywhere between 10 to 15 minutes to the gym because okay. there's gyms everywhere. Okay. Um, you got 30 minutes out of your day. You got to drive. All right. Now you're at the gym. Oh, that's real easy. In COVID times, we don't have to drive to work. Most of us. Yes. True. Uh, but also gyms are closed. When COVID was... But they're open now. Yes. So you got 30 minutes, you got to drive. Let's say the average person is working, you know, okay. They're not home with the luxury of Paul. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you got you to gotta schedule time to drive. Then you get to the gym. And now it's like, okay, you're first starting off doing this. You got to find a routine. But the hard part is, like Aaron was saying, everybody wants to see results faster than results actually happen. And so now you're sitting there and you're trying this workout or you're trying that workout. And it's like, I'm not seeing the change. And then you sit there and you start taking the weights and you start throwing them around in the air, hoping that it does something, right? Are you like a weight wizard? You're like, throw the weights in the air. (laughs) Abracadabra, make me muscle. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Shredded. Anyways. Um, so at that point, your action, there's no results from the action that you're doing and therefore you're losing motivation. So that's what I'm saying. There's a bunch of variables at play. Right. And that's where it comes down to, again, you set small, obtainable, the right size goals for where you are at. At beginning, it may be the goal is you go three times a week. That's the goal. You don't care about muscle mass, you don't care about weight, you don't care about anything like that. Further on, once you have built that in as a schedule, because how long does it take for something to go from something you just do to a habit? Something like 30 days, 32 days. I thought it was 21 days. Uh, I believe I believe it's like around 21 days. Yeah. Oh. Um. It, it's 21 to 30, you know, in that ballpark. It's within a week. So yeah, it's good. But so you, once you have established the habit, you're brain and your body expects you to do that. Now, just because something comes up, like let's say Josh is going to the gym for a month and then something comes up of Aaron going, hey, let's do this. Remember, that's a suggestion. That's not an order. That's not a, you have to do what Aaron just suggested. That's a, hey, you do want to do this and you can then have to decide based on your motivation, based on your priorities and what you have done. Do you want to continue with what it is? Or do you want to break that up? Yes, there's going to be a lot of things competing for our attention these days, especially now more than ever. We got the internet, which just has endless amounts of stuff for us to do. We have every streaming service under the sun. You have every little thing that is just waiting to grab your eye with attention. So, yeah, we're going to have those competing variables. Yeah, we're going to have those things that are going to bombard us. But yes, we're going to have a lot of things competing for our attention. That's not going to change. In fact, it's probably only going to get worse. You're now going to have uh, various companies introducing 
you know, augmented reality glasses where essentially you'll be wearing glasses. There'll be like a computer screen over your glasses. So Josh can be at work shopping at the same time <laughs> just by moving his eyes around. That's insane. You know, we're going to have these things, but are we disciplined enough is a question to stick by those things we said we we're going to do. You know, it's the same as, you know, like at work, I have committed to doing these certain things for work. I can do all these fun things at work. They don't like aren't over my back every second. Like, what are you doing? 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 It's we trust you to get this done. My motivation to get that done is a, I made that commitment to my team, but B at the same time, I also know that the success or failure of my team depends on some of my work. The success or failure of my future lies within my own grasp. So that's motivation as well, because I'm seeing as I get some of that work done, I'm seeing the results. I'm seeing how it's impacting others, how it's helping them, or how it's solving an issue that our end users are having. You know, as Aaron goes to the gym, he sees, you know, his shirts fit a little bit looser mm -hmm. over the course of a few months. It's not an immediate, he walks in the gym and walks out with a six pack. <laughs> and no, I'm not talking about a six be. pack of beer. Son of a... <laughs> Dude, I knew you were going to go. <laughs> and so it's hard at times, you know, I look back at some of the things that, you know, projects that I've maybe put aside or didn't continue on with. And I look back and it's like, you know, I was gauged. I wasn't judging it on the long term. I was judging it on the very short term at some points. And in the short term, I wasn't seeing any of those changes. I was just seeing, you know, everything looks static. But if I took took a step back and looked at it. It was like, oh, wait, there were changes happening, but I wasn't seeing in that short term because I was measuring that short term the same as the long term. Mm. You know, so think about this way. You go into a gym, right? Your goal is to, let's say, lose 50 pounds. Well, in the short term, if I've only lost two pounds, but my long term is 50, but I didn't break it down as lose a pound. I, my goal is even my short term is lose 50. My brain goes, oh, that's a failure. You're not even close to 50. But if I go instead, my short term is lose one. Hey, I accomplished that. I did. It. I did more than that. Awesome. Sick. So I, I've, I've kind of learned to take us to realize, yes, there's this long term goal. But what are the short term goals up to it? Right. Because then I can look back and go, hey, I accomplished that on the day when I don't want to continue on doing whatever this project is. And this could be whatever gym podcast, video editing, whatever it's, I look back, I can still see that long-term goal of what I want to accomplish, but I can look back and say, I had a victory here. 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 I can do the next step because I was able to do all these things previous. Mm -hmm. And so it just, it, it that's a, that's a difference in, in the way you look at it. And it's a psychological thing because obviously it doesn't matter if I had those victories or not, you know, in the grand scheme of things, but mentally it makes me feel good. Oh, I was able to do this. And it may be simple, stupid things. I learned how to cut video, <laughs> you know, cool. You know, again, you're going to be learning to edit video, right? It's going to be the simple things at first. Like, cool. I know how to do that. Awesome. Now, now build upon it, make it the next step. Mm -hmm. And that's how you keep motivated. You don't go, you, you're, you don't keep motivated at, by going, here's the raw footage, footage, <laughs> here's the raw, <laughs> I like that. here's the, <laughs> now I'm going to say it that way. Here's a raw phone. Here's the raw video feed. Uh, here's the raw video over here. And, and it may be multiple clips, maybe one real long clip. And then, you know, let's say I, I make a, a version, like let's say the original video we did for your whiskey Wednesday stuff or whatever you end up calling whatever, it. Yeah. Um, 
and you compare yourself against that immediately. Your first day trying to edit, you're like, can't do that. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. It's and, and you'll be discouraged and you'll be like, I don't want to try now. Why should I try? I'm just gonna fail. But instead, if you break it up into manageable chunks and say, Okay, first thing, learn how to import the video. Cool. I can do that. All right. Mm. Next step. How do I get into the editor? Cool. Now, how do I chop it up? Cool. And you you take it step by step because then you can say, look, I've come this far. I just need to add one more step onto it. Right. And, and it's that little driver of like, hey, that's I'm learning something. And some people, that's all they need as a motivation is learning something. I know some people like that where they learn something and they are all for it. Other people, uh, I need to dangle like a carrot or in your case, a beer in front of your face to get you to move, take the next step forward. You know, and and I look at myself and I'm definitely one of those. I need the small victories that lead up to the big overall victory type deal. And that's where I failed on some projects in the past is where I didn't break them up. I, I was studying the forest. And not the trees. Good way to put it. You know, like well, it, you know, there, that's there's that phrase. You know, you 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 look so hard at the forest, you forgot to look, you see the trees. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're concentrating on the big picture so much, you forget the little tiny details. Or you can do the inverse. You can look at the tiny details so much, you forget the big picture. Both mm-hmm. are detrimental. Got to have balance, as in all things, mm-hmm. as in the force. <laughs> yeah. So, Mr. Johnson, what? have there been projects? So, Josh answered his question. Yeah, I answered the question. Now it's on you. Now it's my turn. No, um, yeah, there's been plenty of things. I mean, one, I remember when I first got the double pedal for uh drums and stuff like that for the bass drum, and there's a song by this band Disciple called Regime Change, and that was like the first song that I've heard that had double bass in it, and I was like, I want to play that. Granted, it wasn't hard. Well, at least. Looking back at it now, it's not a hard song to do. Um, that was the thing. So I tried to do it, and I could not do it. So I got so pissed off. I was like, you know what? I don't even want it anymore. So I packed up the second half of the other pedal. Just never touched it. I don't know how long I had it for where I didn't use it. Um, but then, like, oh, I don't know. Just, like, going on doing lessons and stuff like that over the years. Like, it. so for a drummer, your right foot, well, depending on, if you're right-handed or left-handed or however you play. Generally, if you're right-handed, your right foot uh, controls the bass drum pedal. Left foot will be on what's called the hi-hat pedal. And for lessons, my teacher always had me having like my left foot on two and four and the measure or whatever. And so doing that, I mean, as time went on, he started giving me different exercises to do where it started working on my feet to work, like just do more stuff from each other and be more independent and again so yeah this was at some point after i had originally gotten my double pedal for bass drum however long time passes and then i hear august burns red i'm like wow i want to be able to play that so i go to try and play that guess what i can't do it (laughs) (laughs) um and your parents were relieved (laughs) right little less thumping happening um but after trying august burns red and this is after you know my teacher had given me different exercises to kind of do with the feet to kind of get them working separate of each other more so i went back to that disciple song and i could finally play the disciple song i was like there's hope (laughs) so it's like i guess one thing is i know it can be anything but it's looking in the past of where you've come from from a certain thing because i mean school's well <laughs> it depends 
Um, for, but I guess even school, I mean, if you're making, if you're still accelerating and you're still going on farther, it's like, okay, you're succeeding to a point. How well are you succeeding? Well, that's how much effort you put into it. Um, but it's like, regardless, it's like, you're still gaining ground and, you know, moving forward kind of thing. It's not a dead stop all over kind of thing. Like if you keep putting effort into something over time, you're not, you might not see it as much as you do as you're going through it. But when you look back on things in life, it's like, wow, wait, think of where I did start with this and look where I'm at now. So for like drumming, guitar, anything really, well, editing, literally anything. Um, It's crazy to look back where, depending on how long you've been doing it to see your starting grounds versus to where you're at now. Cause I mean, (laughs) and for me, I guess for the drumming part, I've kind of been more discouraged the past couple of years than anything, but mainly it was physical stuff that was keeping me from being able to do stuff I used to be able to do. And that's been discouraging. But even now, so like going to, since I joined like some cover band for a little while, and now I'm in another band with some friends and consistently practicing with them on weekends. And then, you know, just doing more stuff on my own. It's like, wait, a lot of this stuff is like, it's muscle memory has always been there, but now it's getting the strength back to keep doing it endurance wise and stuff like that. Right. And seeing that come back, it's like, can do it. Just got to stick with it. And that's, I mean, then again, how to do that. One is kind of like, as Josh was saying, bring other people into the picture. Um, uh, mm-hmm. well, it, it comes to accountability to keep pushing one another through something. Um, granted, I know Paul's not a drummer, but if there's something that I felt like I really needed help with or just like some encouragement on from time to time, like, hey, Paul, I'm getting irritated with trying to practice this. And then, but every once in a while, you could be like, hey, How's this going? And like that, just like, well, first couple of times I might be like, well, it's not going at all because I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. But it's like to know that people like care about that kind of stuff or just in general to see you improve on something. It's like, well, now next time if when he asks, asks me this, I want to have something to report about it and get farther so i mean it's one i mean i guess i you could be i don't know like that i guess would encourage me and help motivate me to get stuff on it's like when people care enough to ask about it because then it's like well i don't know how how am i how am i thinking about this but it's like when granted me drumming might not impact you really no it but, doesn't yeah see okay <laughs> boom <laughs> but, but like but for i know people, it's it important to you yeah so, so that, in that way it does right well exactly but because i mean that's another motivating thing with just stuff it's like what you could be doing could also help other people in other ways kind of thing no josh okay i'm not doing anything for you ever so don't even think i'm trying to <laughs> I'm, <just kidding>. yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding um but in that and gosh what else was it i think if it's something that's important to me now and this is i hmm, taking a steer into more like i guess personal like religious kind of stuff but it's like just like mm-hmm. praying about stuff and asking for <laughs> well asking for that help motivation to keep going on because it's like man well yeah on my own i mean i wouldn't be here i guess really because it's like eh, it, it's, How, how's that again eh. <laughs> okay just checking but yeah the, the and the, but that brings up a good point you know and this is uh religious or not life continues on mm-hmm. whether you are motivated or not so the right. question is since you know life is going to continue on the world doesn't just stop because josh decides he wants to stop learning how to grill no nah, dude so the, knowing that the world is going to continue on next year do you want to have more grilling skills or the same or less than now. The world continues. 
whether you like it or not. Does. And sometimes we get so frightened by that concept of like, it almost feels like the world's going to stop, get scared about stuff. Also, mm-hmm. here's another thing I've learned. Discomfort is temporary. Yeah. We may not enjoy whatever it is at that time, whether it be project working on the gym, uh, grilling because you burned your hand on the grill because you didn't realize you don't touch fire. <laughs> I hope you realize you don't touch fire, Josh. Don't grab, I learned that at a very young age. Don't Good. grab the coals, even if they're not like orange yeah. after using them. Especially no. if they're white, don't touch them. <laughs> when you when you see a, a silver pan on the stove and you see steam coming from the inside, but the silver pan looks like it's the same as if when it comes out of the, you know, mom and dad washing it and you do this, then yeah. you realize it's very deceptive. <laughs> it's but, hot. But you also realize pain is temporary. Discomfort is temporary. You only had that burning yeah. sensation on your hands for maybe hours or days, depending on how bad it was. Right. And that burn that was temporary taught me something forever. Right. But you ended out up on the other side better. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. Do I do no, want... Josh now has a thing where he has to touch all burning objects. <laughs> we got to have some fun with this. Get those exhaust I... pipes roasting, buddy. <laughs> I, I will say something to kind of spin off where you were saying, you know, people might get scared. I think one of the other things, especially with our generation, is... We're told to live our lives the way we want to live it because we don't have that long. And I feel like, you know, as as a kid, one of the issues that I had is my dad phrased it as, you're a jack of all trades, but you're a master of none. And I would always try to learn. I would always try to learn various things, but I was trying to do so much because I felt like I, I didn't have enough time. And as I've gotten older, it's like, well, suck it up, buttercup. You're not a, you're not <laughs> a wizard. again. <laughs> you, you can't you can't sit there and learn ten things in a week. It's going to take you probably three years to learn these ten things to master them at the very least. So you got to choose what you want to do first. And that was one of my issues when I was a kid because I would sit there and I was like, I would get I would get upset because I would tell my dad. I said, Dad, I'm not getting better with this. Well, you're trying to do this and this and this and this. So of course you're not going to see results anytime soon. Whereas my job is to literally be a jack of all trades. And master of none. <laughs> that is literally my job. <laughs> that's why I was like, you start telling that. I'm just, they're like, that's that's me. That, that literally is my job. Well, I, at a certain point in, but in no, time, but I get what yeah. you're saying because your 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 attention is divided so many ways. You can't comprehend everything. Well, I wouldn't say comprehend. You can't master it. You can comprehend as the essentials, the basics. You know, two plus two equals four, but you never learned that two times two equals four. You know, you're because by the time you learn two plus two equals four, you're now moving on to English, and English is just a very complex, annoying language. Yeah. Which I can't even master or speak properly. Fotage. Fotage. <laughs> um, I like it. <laughs> now I need to learn how to pronounce that properly. <laughs> Regardless, you know, so you're moving from one to the next to the next to the next. Some jobs and some professions require you to master mm-hmm. a specific skill set. Yes. Like you, if you do not master how to fix a plane, I want to know where you will be working so I will never fly there. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're shopping during all of your classes, <laughs> oh, no. I, no, do, that's gonna I do not want to be flying on any of the planes that you fix. 
ever. <laughs> However, if you dedicate and you have the motivation that I get through this, I get certified, I have a good job, and that's your motivation, you stick to it and you master the concept of fixing planes, then yeah, I will do that. As long as you're not shopping while fixing a plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, so you like say that, that now. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I looked at a buddy at work and he goes, Josh, they're going to teach you what you need to learn in the field. I said, I don't want to get to the field needing to learn to be taught. Okay. I want to know everything I need to know basic wise going in. Because there are something well, okay. basic wise. Well, yeah, it's just, yes. But I mean, anybody can go to school and do what they need to do to pass. Anybody. Me. Okay. okay. You don't actually have to sit there and try to comprehend it. All you have to do is find out how to ace it. That's all you got to do. Oh, I didn't ace it. I seed it. Okay. That's all you got to do <laughs> is see it. See it, be it, ace it. Okay. You don't actually have to soak it up. But I, and what I was telling my buddy is I want to know that I'm walking into a job where, because this is, this is kind of like my last chance, like my last strut, you know, I'm at that point to where school <laughs> and then after school it's two or three years and well it's family ne- time to start the family Whoa. it's never your last chance because yeah. you have grandmas in their 80s and 90s getting bachelor degrees True. so i mean well no so I, josh is an up. old man so I, 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 he's like 80 or 90 already but but you but you're gonna say it, no if, i don't no, oh, okay <laughs> no, I I do. um, don't try and describe I, I do know i'm just joking right now I swear. Ideally, I would like to have found my career before the family starts. The kids. See, and, the, I, uh, and 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 that's and that's a little bit of the impatient side of me because at the same time, it's you know God's got an idea for me. Like I was just thinking about it today, and I'm like, you know, as much as my pre, my, my my current work situation, as much as it drives me up the wall, and I kind of regret working there for six years. It taught me a thing or two about management, about interaction with employees, how to deal with certain problems. Um, but the other thing too, the blessing in disguise that I did not realize it is God allowed me to have a job where I was still living at home and I made enough money to be able to save so that I could go to school for a year and not have to worry about mortgage. So I, I, I want to bring something up. You're sounding like an old 30 year old. How? <laughs> just you're like, because I worked for six years. I'm, I'm just saying you're not even close to 30. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. You're, you're a young strapping buck still yeah, about to have about, triplets. I don't know about strapping. I got a, I got a, probably a 36 pack sitting right here. You got a dad bod already. I you're already ready bod. for the triplets. I'm not ready for the triplets. <laughs> I can't keep up with the dog. I can't keep up with the triplets. <laughs> Your scout's already around the corner on the backside of the property by the time I get up to full speed. That only lasts for 30 feet. Yeah, well, wait until the triplets and they learn to run. In all opposite directions. And scout will teach them to run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. No, Scout will sit there, jump up, and try to pull me down while I try to chase after him. Yeah, because he's gonna let them get away. Yeah. Dogs know how to protect the kids and that they will they will be up. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, so I so I just want to bring that up because you were sounding like you were like a big old 30 year old. Oh no, you're no, not. No, you're no, you're no. you're a young and you're a young and you're but I like I was saying, part part of Part of me is hoping to have the career set, have a job somewhere that is solid, that I could work at for 15, 20 years. Um, but I, again, I, I, I know I see that face, Paul. I don't know. I well, don't well, know. The reason I say that is 
your generation, like it's an anomaly for someone of your generation to be at a job for six years. <laughs> I've been at my job for six years. That's an anomaly. And if they paid me well and they and, and, had a bunch of other stuff, I probably would be there longer. When I say anomaly, you've been there too long. Yes, I know from my from from my generation. Yeah. So that should tell something about my future. It should tell something about future employees. You're probably going to have, and, and this is true of like anyone like under 40 right now. So this is me too. By the time you retire, you're probably going to have two or three more jobs. I'd say three or five. What? Yeah. What? By the time I'm 40? No, by the time you retire. Oh, uh, by 65. I said 40 and under <laughs> right now. By the time we retire, it'll like go up to like 75 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. You know, Social well, Security's going to be gone. Well, no. It depend, so it depends on what year you were born, what your retirement age is. You have to look that up on Social Security. Oh. it For yeah. me, it's not even 65. For me, it's like 68, 69 already. Yeah. You so know, that means for you all, it's, it's going to be 90. like in your 70s. It's going to be 90. Yeah. Because I'm not going to make it to retirement. I'm going to die. <laughs> he's going to sit there. Then they don't have to pay you Social Security. When he sits there, he retires. He's going to scrape up the last of the, the Social Security, and they're going to be like, all right, got to restructure it. Everybody's going to lose no, half their paycheck. I'm not retiring in the so, next five years. You, can't you, like, to a point, choose your retirement age? Yes. To a point. But depending on when you retire, depends on... It just depends on the benefits you get Yeah, from retiring. Yeah. Yeah. So I could retire right now, but I ain't getting diddly squat. Yes. And you're not a millionaire, so. No. So I'm screwed. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Um, just, yeah. Just letting you know. And that includes me, too. Dude, Velper. So, 40, 40 and under. But, I mean, being able to sit there and bringing in money, starting to rack up years of experience so that if I do need a job, switch, I can sit there and say, hey, I got this many, many years in the, in the field. So it's not like. Yeah. So like, not where I am right now. Right so, now, I'm doing a complete, you know, career field change. I'm mean, starting all the way from scratch. Yeah. So what you're saying is you're appreciating the good work that you're doing, and that is motivation to help forward to do more good work. Yes. No. So what do you mean by good work? my gosh what i just realized why your computer was doing what it was doing on the keyboard it's the levels of the audio yeah that's sick really <laughs> so as it was playing music look uh, that is awesome what the heck that is so cool